Good day and welcome to the Automotive Society Podcast. My name is Siraj and today I'm joined by Alex. Yep. Hello, Alex. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Yep, yep is here. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's our topic for this week? What's our topic for yeah. this week? Straight, Straight into, into it. it. Mike, Straight into come it. On. How, how's your week been? Well, no, I, I'm actually really excited for this because I already know what it is. I was just trying to let you announce it. Oh, okay. Well, I can announce it. Um, we were just going to talk about cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's our topic right, is cool. cars. Yeah, Matt. Cars. Matt. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Can I be can you believe something, right? My car fixed itself this week. That is how high tech German engineering it is. Well, it can't be that high tech if it broke itself the week before. Yeah, yeah but it's fixed itself since then. <laughs> <laughs> it broke itself and then it fixed itself. Yes. Okay. Okay. What was it broken? It you had an orange light. You don't know which what was broken. I'm pretty sure it was brake pads. Okay. And uh, you've replenished your brake pads over time. Is that what's happened? Look, magic happened <laughs> and the light doesn't turn up anymore. That's all that's need to be known. Your BMW is probably like, ah, I don't care anymore. Just yeah, it's like I've done. Just just turn it you off. Yeah. Just wasting energy at this point. Just yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorted though. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about cars because car prices have suddenly, well, not suddenly, slowly Gradually gone down this year. Yeah, back to like, I guess, how would you say, a more affordable level? I don't think we're at what we used to be. but no, we're, we're definitely still higher than that. Definitely sort of affordable. So we're going to talk about different cars that are now affordable and you should be, you know, looking out for if you if you want to buy your first car or, or a weekender or some sort of car that you will compromise in daily as well. Yeah. I feel like a lot more things are coming affordable now and I think there's a lot more stock out there on the market um, and there's lost less competition. So I think there's some really good quality cars within certain price bands that I think a lot of people would say, oh, you know what, I would buy this as a weekender. Um, and I was amazed, like, I mean, just to jump straight in, right, you can buy a manual 350Z for like 15K. Yeah, yeah. Like that is ridiculously good buying. That is true. I mean, brand new, they're 55 or something, so... That's um that's a huge, there's massive huge drop. So yeah, no, definitely, I I would definitely recommend that because who doesn't love a three fifty Z or three seventy Z? They're both three seventies are out. Three fifties are in there. Any Z? Wow, what do you mean? You can't you can, you can't get a three seventy for under twenty. Oh okay okay. The ten enough. to twenty range. I mean, but they're, they're still a lot cheaper than what they used to be. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, you'd probably get a three seventy Z for the price the three fifty Z used to be. Yeah, well, you think during COVID? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Yeah, actually, COVID prices were pretty pretty high because the four hundred Z is now coming out. Yeah, that's true. So that's gonna slash the prices of the old ones anyway, and um and actually fairly affordable for what it is. I think like three hundred and ninety eight kilowatts at the wheels, V six twin turbo, and it's sixty something k, sixty five. No, they're like eighty now. 80? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're 60... They're 60,000 for the US market. No, I thought they were cheaper for the US yeah, market. I no. thought they were like 50,000. Well, US. I went on the website, 82,000 was like the base. Oh, wow. And then by the time you had a sports pack and options, like you're at 90. Which is still cheaper than a Supra because a Supra is like 105. Yeah. But then when... Yeah, I guess. Oh, I was going to say, wouldn't you stretch a little bit more? But that's a... That little bit no. more is a lot of bit more. Well, yeah, but you also go backwards. Like, you actually get less power. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I know it's not all about power, but... The 400Z would probably be... It'll still have a cult following. However, just remember, 
you know how the Toyota Supra is has a BMW engine? Yeah. They can fix itself just like my car. I really now, don't that believe that. might be worth 15 grand. I believe that they will break themselves just and like your car. And fix themselves. I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> Mine is not a rare case. <laughs> yours, yours is not a rare case. It's it's a classic BMW doing BMW things. But... <laughs> Um, do you, oh, well, you started off with a 350Z. Yeah, so I think how we sort of did this is we just sort of said, you know what, what's the sort of best weekender or first car that we, or if you're buying your first car, like what what, what can you look at? Um, so you've taken it upon yourself to look at zero to 10K. Yeah. What are your findings? Um, some of the cool cars that I found. I like cool or like fun? Well, cool and fun, okay. right? All right. But so they're not like quirky, like... I do care about fun more than I care about cool, right? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get like that. Like some cars are not cool. So, okay, do you want the cool one or the fun one first? Uh, I'm going to take the the fun one. The fun one? Yeah. You're not going to like this, but I, I think like a Saab 9.3 Turbo. No, oh, I actually really like a Saab 9.3 Turbo. Yeah, like that's, cool. I think that's they're, really, they're really, cool. really fun. Um, it might not be the coolest thing out there, but it, it's really fun. What do they come with? What like do you mean? What are two they liter engines? Are yeah, I believe so. Cylinder, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, they're still super fun little things. And um, why would you not have fun with one of those? And they're guess what? They're, guess how much they are? Like seven thousand. Three and a half grand. Three and a half grand. Three and a half to four grand. You can get yourself one and just have fun. Um, I believe the manual ones are a little bit more and a little bit harder to get, but the automatic ones are there and they're convertible as well. So yeah, but I mean, I th- if you need a convertible like that, like you don't need a manual in that. You, you I, don't need it. Like no, that's I a, feel like you can enjoy yourself with an. It's auto. not really a cruiser. I wouldn't say it's a cruiser, but it, it'll still go down the canyon roads pretty fun. That's a quirky. That's a quirky car as well. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I'd really like him in terms of funness. Um, in terms of getting parts and the rest of it, uh, good luck. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> like, they're they're out there. You just have to kind of join, you know, the Facebook groups and... Yeah, you got to find all the, like, all the Saab people. Meet the Saab people and, um, yeah, you can have fun with that. That's pretty good. Okay, so what was your fun option? My fun option was going to be, I think, the upper spectrum, the Z4, BMW Z4. You can you get can, a Z4. For 10K, you can get a Z4. Bullshit. I'm serious. You can get oh, a Z4 for 10k, which is I think that's awesome fun. That's 10 grand. Yeah, that's 10 grand. Um, red seats. Oh no, it's got red seats. Gray exterior. You know what? Actually, I think it suits it. It's like the S2K because there's a convertible, small. They kind of suit the pop in color for the seats. Um, not many cars that can pull it off, but I think the Z4 has that got iDrive. No, I don't think so. Is it 2004, 2005? No, okay, so it's probably a bit too early for iDrive. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have that. I'm amazed you can get one of them for 10 grand. For 10 grand, yeah. Like, that's a lot of car. This one has 180,000. Oh, the one I'm looking at. You get 300 Nm of torque and you get 170 kilowatts. That's literally an S2000. Yeah, pretty much. For 10 grand. A little bit heavier, but yeah. Yeah, but that's amazing. That is amazing. Like, they used to be so expensive. I mean, S2000 is 40 grand now, 30, 40 grand. So this is probably the way to go if if you want an S2K. That's actually really good buying. Yeah. 
I think so. Uh, I well, think for ten grand, that's a really cool car to buy. If you can buy that as your first car, like I would be envious of you because back when we were looking, I swear nobody had any money back then, anyways. But I mean, we were trawling over like two thousand dollars shitbox cars. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good buy for ten grand. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I found something really weird. You know, you have said a Japanese car, and I've just given you two euros. Have we sort places? <laughs> no, definitely not. I would never. It's because Japanese cars are too expensive now. I mean, these are the Euro cars that I would buy if I was to buy Euro cars. But you know what? Jap, like anything Jap or JDM, let's say, anything sporty spec JDM is now expensive. Yeah, they've gone up quite a bit. So you've got to go to all these weird, quirky cars or you end up going back to like an E36 BMW. Because yeah. if you're going to go track something, an E36 BMW, is cheap as I mean, heaps of still, parts. Yeah, yeah. Like E36s and E46s, you can still get very, very comfortably five grand, six grand. Um, one of my friends, I think it was, oh, well, one of my friend's friends bought a BMW 5 Series the other day for three grand. $3,000. And registered till next year's June. So what? Almost a year rego. What year? Five series. Uh, e. It's the one after the E thirty six. You know, E thirty nine. I think it is the series. Is it? Does it have circular globe headlights at the front or not? No. Oh, okay. And E thirty nine. No, E sixty. E sixty. E sixty. Yeah. Five series. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know that much about BMW. If I show you a photo, I don't know about the five series BMW. I saw it in the middle of the night as well. But um, why did you see it in the middle of the night? Because he drove here with it just to show it off, like that. Yeah, that's an E sixty. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. He got it for three grand. They're nice, but it had two hundred and ten thousand k's on it. Diesel. No petrol. Uh, so the diesel ones in them are really nice, and they run forever. Okay, but I will admit they are silky smooth engines, even in the petrols. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was he was very excited. Five twenty. It was a great deal. 520i? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a good deal. Five grand. Three grand. Three grand. Three grand. I'm astonished you can get that car for well, three I feel grand. like something's got to be wrong, right? He well, drove ho- like, for the sake of him, I hope not, but... He drove it all the way from here to Orange, so... Really? Yeah. And it didn't miss a beat? Not that I know of. I think he got home safe, so it's pretty good. Um. Wait, yeah. where can you get... A 2005-ish BMW 5 Series for three grand. That's ridiculous. Right? You could not find anything like this 12 months ago. Yeah, but you can now. But, like, I think that was still a a hard find. Yeah, but even if it was five, I'd still be like, yeah, that's a good deal. I think it was up for, like, five or six. That's ridiculous. And then they negotiated. And then I think the guy was just really desperate to get get rid of it. So they were just like, three grand and we'll take it now. And he was like, oh... You're good at negotiating. And then just... And then <laughs> he just said someone was good at negotiating after saying, I'll give you three grand, we'll t- take it. And just took it. <laughs> <laughs> what type of seller is that? I don't know. An old man I have to retired. admit, like, I am such an ass when it comes to selling. Really? Someone, yeah, well, I, can, I, I like, believe that. Because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know me, like, someone's like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you 20. But like, nah, like, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah, like, well, I like mean, walk away, and they're always like, "Oh, well, I'll give you 21. It's like, dude, I'm not interested. Like, I walk remember away. This like, one time I wanted to sell my Evo, 
and I was very close. And then this dude came from really far, like Liverpool out west. Is this the guy who like put like that note on your car? No, no, no. Some different dude came. And um, I personally wanted 28 for it. Yeah. Right? And I started at 30. Yeah. And um, and then in the end, he offered me 27, 27 and a half. And I was like, nah, 28. And then I was like, but I really don't want to get rid of my BBS wheels. For the BBS wheels, at least like 29, right? Yeah, yeah. And then eventually he talked me down to, I said 28 and a half with the wheels. Yeah. And he was like, 28, I'll take it with the wheels now. And part of me was like, yeah, that's all right. But then part of me was like, but I've already said 28 and a half and I like to stick to my principles. That's what I mean, right? And I was like, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns and I'm sticking to my principles. And um, he got frustrated and he left. He, I I didn't sell it to him. He, he, was ex- <laughs> he was expecting me to call him back and be like, all right, fine, 28, it's yours. But I didn't. I just left it. And I still own the car today. And the, like the day <laughs> after that, I was like, oh, you know what? I actually don't really want to sell it. I'm glad I didn't sell it. <laughs> So, yeah. But that's the sort of seller, like, those sell to sellers that you can go look at it, you know, it's good quality, and you pay three or four grand for. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever, just give me the money, get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Like, they are the best sellers to have, generally. Yeah, 100%. As long as they've looked after the car, obviously. Yeah. As a buyer, that's what you want. Um, but you know what? This, this is a really weird pick by me, but I really like them. What is a 2015 car and has... 206 kilowatts and 400 newton meters of torque. What? And it's a hatchback. And what? it's sub 20. What and is it's it? manual. What is this? What do you mean? What is it? It's a Holden Astra VXR. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, it's two, over okay, 200 okay. kilowatts for okay. 17 grand. Personally, not my cup of tea. But I know a lot of people who are really into those kind of cars. And it is a good buy, and they're fun, super fun. You can it's take, a great buy. I have people who I work with who take them to the track. They're awesome little. They take them to the skid pan, the track, and um, and they do like you know those gym kind of things. This is the thing with the cones and the wet, and you sort of yeah. go through. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, you know what? I'll give you that one. They're, they're really good. Do you know what though? So they come with these nice. You've seen those nice bucket Recaros they come with, right? Yeah. Okay, so they they look sick. They, they're like literally a high-spec Golf R chair, but in like a... I say chair. It's not chair. A seat. <laughs> um, you literally get them in like a Scirocco Wolfsburg edition. Oh, wow. Like they're the full-blown like... Oh. And you know how much they're worth. They're worth they're like, like... The track edition Recaros. Yeah, like the full Recaros, okay? Okay. But I'm going to show you one thing about this car that is the most interesting thing. So, you know when you like go to a child, okay... And you give them like a kid's toy. Yeah. And there's buttons and things they can twist and all the rest of it. Okay. You tell me that this dashboard doesn't have too many buttons on it. Oh my God. That reminds me of a kid's toy. You know, like you just push every fucking button. Oh my God. Yeah. It has a button for absolutely everything. Like absolutely <laughs> everything has a button on it. That's what I mean. There is no, like everything you ever need is on the dashboard. Yeah, okay. It's got four knobs. Yeah. And I'd say about 43 buttons. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Jeez. It's so bad. But if you put that aside... I mean, you just have to take your eyes off the road for about three minutes to find your seat warmer. <laughs> but other than that, it's pretty good. That's such good buying, though, for 20 grand, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Sub 20, should I say. 
if you can drive without looking at the road. Because you know, you know what I'm amazed by, right? Is people these days like, remember the holy grail of 200 kilowatts? You know what I mean by that? What do you mean? Like five years ago, six years ago, when we all had really crappy old cars. Yeah. Okay, so you had the Supras and you had your, I don't know. Where really know. crappy cars goes well, to Toyota Supra. No, no, great car. No, no, <laughs> great car. But let's be honest, right? <laughs> We bought the worst quality of the best car back okay. then. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I do understand. I paid, I paid how much did I pay for my car? Like eight or $9,000 yeah, Supra. Yeah. It had 256,000 Ks. Yeah. I was filling literally half a bottle of oil every week because yeah. it was leaking it back out. Yes. Like it was, it was a pile of crap. Okay. And, you know, you, everybody was like, oh, I've turboed it. I've turned up my PSI and all this sort of stuff. I remember the Holy Grail. Everyone was like 200 kilowatts of the wheels, 200 kilowatts of the wheels. Like that was the thing, right? Yep. Yep. And I know that's not to the wheels like that Holden Astra, like at 206 kilowatts, but that's got to be what? 185 to the wheels. I would say, yeah, around about 180, 185, something like that. Yeah. Probably. Like that is literally a car that you can buy off the shelf, 200 kilowatts or close to yep. go to a track day, go have fun with instead of spending $45,000 on like an S15. I know it's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, it definitely is. You know where I'm coming from, like I do, I do know, like, uh, but it depends. Like some people enjoy getting a piece of crap car and then turning it into a beautiful, fast sports car, whatever. Yeah. And some people don't like buying a turnkey ready car. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I think it's not the fact that it's turnkey ready. Like if someone already modified an S15 and it made 300 kilowatts, and it was 40 grand. 50 grand you'd still buy it because you'd be like it's cool it's got character you've unlocked it and it's modified yeah it's personalized whereas a stock car for 50k even if it makes the same amount of power just doesn't give you the same it yeah no agreed but i just give you the same feeling i find it so interesting that we're all chasing this power and tunes and turbo upgrade kits and everything right like an 86 if you turbo that how much power would it make 180 Kilowatts of the wheels? Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty much buying a car off the shelf. Look, I'll, I'll be fair. Like, it's not going to be as quick as an 86 because an 86 has a better chassis. Yeah. But to get the same amount of power off the shelf... No, I agree with you. I think just, the Astro is a good... It's, it's so cheap. Good shout. Especially if you don't want, a, want to mess with your car too much or B, um, don't have the money to keep modifying your car all the time. Um, I think there's only one thing you have to get past, though. The badge. The Holden badge? Yes. Well, Holden Badge has sort of become a collector's thing now since Holden is bankrupt and gone. Yeah, but it's German. Those badges are still wanted. It's a German Holden. Like the Vauxhall. Well, because it's an Opal. Yeah. So it's not really... There's no collectors behind it at all. It's still got a... It's still got a following in Australia. Like, Astros are still very popular in terms of cars to modify and have fun with. Yeah, that's true. There is there is a few. Because you know the other interesting one? I don't know if you've seen these. The Corsa, the Opal Corsa. Oh, yeah. So it's like the smaller version. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like a Barina, technically. Okay. But they only came in the Opal, and you can get them in an OPC, which is like the top edition thing. Yeah. They look like a little Renault Clio, I guess. Oh, yeah. Wow, they look a lot like a Renault. Yeah, they, they sort of Renault Clio-ish. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're just like a little 1.6 turbo thing. And those things are like 12 grand. 60,000 Ks, 12 grand. Wow. That's like a brand new car. That's what I mean. Like, it's just like, when I see this sort of stuff, I'm like, why are people looking at, 
like overly expensive car. Like how much is a Golf R? Well, that's way too much. It's like 70K? Yeah, but 60. how much, like what do they make? 220 kilowatts or something? That's a hard question. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're 220, 235. Two something, yeah. Two something kilowatts. Like, that's insane amount of money for that much amount of power. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just to finish off on my little Holden rant, because, well, I mean, I just think they're good value for money. Um, they do do, there's like a four-wheel drive sedan. They're called the um, Insignia. Oh, yeah. Twin turbo V6. German made. Recaro bucket seats. 239 kilowatts. 435 newton meters of torque. That's pretty mad. Technically, they're an Opal, that is. Yep. Um, but, guess what the best thing about this car is? Well, it's got the seats as yeah, well. Yeah, it's got the full-blown seats and all the rest of it. Yeah. It doesn't have 3,000 buttons on the dash. It doesn't? No, it doesn't. It's just got the screen and, like, literally eight buttons. That's pretty cool. And this is a sedan. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a good looking but car. But I feel like it'd be pretty heavy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And I don't know about good looking. What do you mean? That looks amazing. It looks like a baby. For a sedan. Baby Commodore. No, it does not. I think it does. I think no. that looks like a baby Commodore. Anyway, moving on from your Astras and whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to the next one and I'm going to go Japanese this time. Um, the Toyota Celica. You can buy like the WRC trophy editions. You can buy whatever. Wait, are these the older ones with the pop-ups? Under seven grand. Um, I think majority of the Celicas are under ten grand. So it doesn't matter. Really? Doesn't matter what series you want. Yeah. So here's a 1990 pop-ups one for ten grand. Uh, two point two liter petrol manual. Um. Yeah, and then there's the other ones which are not pop-ups, and they're also seven grand, six Wait, grand. you know, I know a Celica, like, honestly, this is my opinion on Celica, so if there's any Celica owners out there, sorry, but I think they're a pile of crap. No, I don't think so. I However, think they're great fun. They are really fun to drive. Yeah, they're great no, fun. No, no, I think they're a pile of crap. Well, what's, what's a pile of crap about it? I just think they're really cheaply built. Everything feels really, really... Like the nasty plastics in it. Nah, and all the rest of it. Dude, yeah, no, they do. Toyota. No, what does that have to do with anything? Toyota does not feel cheap plastic. Of course, it feels cheap plastic. Nah. That's what Toyota makes. Toyota's pretty good with it. They uh, make recycled Chinese plastic and put it into you a know, car. Toyota is one of the most expensive cars to buy. Like even today, even secondhand. But Yaris, yeah, no, no, Toyotas no, are always the most expensive cars to buy. Yeah, because they're reliable. It doesn't mean they're like a Rolls Royce inside it. I, That's I why disagree. I think their plastics are pretty good compared to the rest of the market. Nah, like German plastics really good for the first five years, and then it starts cracking and breaking everywhere. My car's not cracked. Anyway, and it hasn't broken. No interior is cheap and rattly and broken. Actually, no. No. Okay. I'm serious. I will give you the keys to my car after. Okay. I go outside and All go right. pull everything. All right. Nothing squeaks. Well, that's just one thing, okay? I They're a pile of crap, but I know they're the fun Audi, to drive. The Audi interiors break all the time. Most BMWs break all Most, the time. Most, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Um, no, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I think Toyota Plastic's pretty good, actually, out of, out of the market. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they crack. I'm just saying they feel really cheap. I don't think they do. They do. Like Nissan plastic? Yes. 
very cheap and crap. Just listen to yourself. It is cheap. It, it is cheap plastic. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it feels very cheap. It does not feel cheap. It does. You know when you go to a doctor's... It may be cheap. You know when you go to a COVID-19 testing station, yeah? <laughs> and they say, go take a seat on this little plastic chair that I found out in my backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're always a piece of crap, like, seat. They're yeah. never a nice seat. They're always really crappy. Yeah. That's what that's what the interior of a Sil- like a Celica feels like to me. Not to me. Okay. Not to me. <laughs> I like them. I think they're fine. Um, and along the same lines, you also have the Honda Prelude, which is very similar to the Celica. Prelude's different. I like a Prelude. What's different about Prelude? Huh? It's the same. I don't know. They just feel nicer. <sighs> they do. I don't get you. What I don't do you get mean? you. I don't get you. Okay, what all I'm saying is when you put your hand on the dash and stuff and move it and touch the buttons, the Toyota feels very cheap. The Prelude feels quite nice. And you I know you have a soft spot for a Prelude. I do have a soft 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 spot for a Prelude because that was one of my first cars that I've modified. I love Preludes. I love most Hondas. Um, would I own one again? Probably not. Um, except for my EG Civic that I have now. But... um. Other than that, no. But yeah, most Hondas, Civics, Celicus, oh sorry, Cel- uh, Preludes and Integras you can get for under 10 grand. Maybe not like a DC5 Type R or something, but like a standard standard DC5, you should be able to get close to that price. Yeah, see, I, I, I would pay that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'd pay that. I think, I think DC5 is a really cool car. And you know the other thing actually that I've just found? Accord Euro Manual K24. Like a, the new, oh, yeah, yeah. you can get the newer shape as well. Yeah. Like yeah. the full luxury. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. 2010. What, I don't know what gen that is, but. Well, how much? Like 15K? Yeah, 15 grand. 89,000 Ks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I've never driven one. Are they fun though? No. Not even close to fun. So, <laughs> I <laughs> was so adamant. So you're saying the engine is fun. It's just not good in that car. Yeah. I mean, you can modify it and make it a little bit more fun, but it doesn't have the personality. Like the car itself is just a sedan made for the family. So you really have to pull the engine out and put it in. How else. can you make it more fun? But some people like the car. You can, you know, people put it on airbags, people put nice wheels on it, slam it or whatever. Like some people make them look nice. I don't know if they feel nice. I've I've never overly modified an Accord Euro to know what it feels like. I feel like, though, look, a guy at my work, he said to me, he's got a lifted Land Cruiser Prado. Yep. And he's quite big into the whole four-wheel driving scene and going out in the middle of the bush and digging a hole and shitting in it. <laughs> like, you... Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what they do. They drink too much beer and they go dig a hole and while they're drunk, they shit in a hole nice. and fill it. Nice. Right? Because it's an Australian thing apparently. Okay. <laughs> Which I still don't understand. I'm not doing that, but, but thank you. But they're into that scene, okay? Okay. And he said to me, look, my Land Cruiser keeps breaking. Number one, I was amazed because his Land Cruiser kept breaking. <laughs> that is strange. Okay. I mean, it's got a lot of Ks, but I'm still surprised. But he said to me, he was like, I'm thinking of getting like something between seven and 12 grand just to drive around for work yeah, and go spend 15 on like a 80 series Land Cruiser or hundred series Land Cruiser. And I was like, okay, like what are you getting for a daily? And he was like, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. And I literally, the only thing that came to mind that was reliable 
and semi fun to drive. I was like either the like a older Honda Prelude, yeah, or like one of those Accord Euro things in manual. Yeah, I mean, manual really brings. Uh, I think we've had this conversation before. Even if it's a really, even if it's a really boring car, it makes it fun. Manual just brings out the fun in a car, right? Because you just get more engagement. Even if it's a car that's normally not fun, you can wring its neck. Yeah, yeah. If you really want to. You can really take it to the red line. Downshift all the way into the corner and stuff. So, yeah, I, I do understand. I, I wouldn't say it's a dull, boring car, but it doesn't give me it doesn't give me the zhuzh. The zhuzh, yeah, yeah. It lacks the zhuzh factor. Yeah. Do you know what? We need to get a sign made. Yeah. Zhuzh factor. Zhuzh factor. I don't know if that'll catch on, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a go. Don't worry. But um, on the same note, for me, under 10 grand, you're looking at Nissan Pulses. <laughs> you loved your Nissan Pulsar. I you? loved my Nissan Pulsar. I think they're, they're actually fun cars. They're, they, they do have the zhuzh. <laughs> they do not have the zhuzh. They do they're have fun, the but they don't have the zhuzh. No, no, no. If you have a manual one, they do have the zhuzh. <laughs> they do. It's like the Civic. It's like, it's like the Nissan equivalent of the Civic. Okay, you're going to tell the ladies and gentlemen what special feature you're... Pulsar had my Pulsar with the little the little tap tap yep. um what did I have so in the spare wheel well there was a like a top or like top bag kind of thing like a fabric fabric top plastic bag and you could take the spare wheel well the spare wheel out and then fill this bag with whatever liquid you wanted and it would take the shape of the spare wheel in the spare wheel well so it was perfectly round and um, and it wouldn't look like there's anything there because it's under the cardboard. And then underneath the car, so it has exhaust on the right-hand side. On the left-hand side of the car... She's got to fucking tap out the back. Got, she's got to tap, like a water <laughs> tap. And um, But you couldn't see it unless unless you knew it was there. Like you had to reach under the rear bumper yeah, turn on the tap. And um, it would then dispense said liquid that you have in now, the bag. Tell me that's not the best idea ever to take to a to like some sort of festival. Yeah, so that's the idea I had. Um, what it's made for is camping, so you have water while you're camping. Yeah, but that's just... Yeah, but then you have to go poo in a hole. Because I think it holds <laughs> 70 litres. <laughs> Dude, that's so much. So much. But the idea we had was if you ever went to a music festival and you wanted to hide your beverages inside, um, you would just do that and then... We could even sell it like five bucks a glass at that point. <laughs> yeah, just resell it, make <laughs> at the money back. At that point, yeah, yeah. Um, it's still cheaper than the festival. Can I just say though, whoever did install it in that car, also wait, let, let's put this out there. If that was your car, yeah, and you used to own it prior to Siraj here, yeah. please reach out and message us because <laughs> we do want that car back. Um, what if you own it? And two, if you did actually put that tap in. Messages, anyways. We want to have you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very slim, but you know, if you're out there, I, I want to know why you put the tab there. What, Dude, what used to have? Well, that's what I want to know. Like, if you're going camping, right? Yeah. Are you gonna take your Nissan Pulsar? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, oh, I would. I would. I thought that was a great. Yeah, but car. Would you modify your Nissan Pulsar for camping? <laughs> Just for camping. Um, like I, that's a big call. I also, if you if you did install that tab, please um, install one in all of my cars. <laughs> 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 we are not alcoholics. <laughs> oh, whoa, alcohol. No, I just I just like lemon lime bitters, you know. That's it. That's all I wanted. Just lemon lime bitters. Um you do Your not need to be number plate 
is after said beer. <laughs> yeah, okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I can't say it because it's on the on the I'm, public. I'm just gonna say lemon lime bitters because that's what I am choosing the beverage for tonight. Okay, you don't need to know what else I put in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know. You made it sound really weird and dirty. Oh, you did. No, you said no, it weird, I dude. I said it weird. Okay? You said it weird. How would the, the, okay? I'm gonna let's change the topic. Change the topic. What's the next card? Okay. <laughs> okay. This okay. This f- car, to be honest with you, I've never driven, but it just looks like fun, and I can't explain why because it doesn't make that much horsepower, <laughs> and it's electric as well, so oh, it's a hybrid. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. But for some reason, I've always looked at these and said I really wanted to drive one, and it's the Honda CRZ Sport. Why? I don't know. They just look like fun. I. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's basically it's the new uh, CRX is what they're going for. Yeah. Right? But instead of the CRX is a CRZ. Yeah, and it comes mixed with an electric, I think it's like a 20 kilowatt motor. Like, it's not much. Okay. Combined power is 91 kilowatts. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, so it's obviously... But imagine the fuel mileage. Yeah. Just How good would it be? It would be amazing. But... You can get this in manual, right? Now, you imagine... You know how we always say torque makes cars fun, right? Yeah. Imagine the torque coming from the electric motor. Yeah. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> how much does it weigh? That's what I want to know. You're, you're it, all about weight, aren't you? So, CRX, it's it. a small little hatchback that does not look... Do you want to guess its power-to-weight ratio? Like anything. Power-to-weight ratio. So, like, my I, I've worked my power-to-weight ratio out on my Beamer. Okay. Okay, and it was 168, roughly. Kilowatts per ton. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, like a C, like, put it this way, like a, um, what was I looking at? Like a Renault Megane sort of thing is about 150, M3, C63, RS4. They're all around 190 to 200. Yeah. I'm going to guess 71. Not bad. 80.2. Kilowatts per ton. 80.2. That's about half of what my car has. It's P-plate legal, that's for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? Fuel. Maximum distance on one tank. Have a guess. How big is the tank though? I've done uh, 40 litres. 40 litres? I'm going to say 700k. More. 800k. More. What? No way. No, no, I'm serious. What? 900 Ks. 909 kilometers per tank, apparently. 900 kilometers per 40 liters. And it averages, hold on, fuel combined. So this is obviously highway driving and urban driving, like city driving. Yeah. Five liters per hundred. That's amazing. You'd never run out of fuel? No, you'd never. <laughs> it weighs, curb, should we go with curb weight or tear mass? Let's go curb weight. 1155. Wow. Okay. Okay. See, that sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. That's pretty fun. It's zero to 100 in. Have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? 4.8 you seconds. <laughs> <laughs> How does a 91 kilowatt car get that quick? No, it's, it, it's a bit longer than that. I was expecting the electric torque no. to come in. <laughs> it's got like a 10 kilowatt battery. There's no way. <laughs> what is it? Seven seconds. Oh, it's a bit longer than that. A bit longer than seven seconds? Yeah, a little bit longer. What, eight seconds? A little bit longer. Oh, no. Okay, this is slow. This does not sound fun to me anymore. 
Yeah, but like it doesn't have to be. Just, uh, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't fast, have to be quick. But it doesn't have to be frustrating. It's I not frustrating. I would be what top maximum pulling off a traffic light for how many seconds? Nine point seven. <laughs> Nine point seven. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. To reach a hundred. Do you know what's even funnier about this? What? Okay, so everyone complains. I was reading the UK forums for the Land Rover Discovery Two. Okay. Yeah. You know, the old boxy things. Yeah. Now, they all say the same thing. The TD5, the diesel engine in those Land Rovers, they're really, really good. Okay. Yeah. But they're really slow. Yeah. They're just real talky down low when they run out of power. That's true. Now, that car, which is built in like 2000, 2001. Okay. Yeah. It's literally got like 90 kilowatts, but like 380 newton meters of torque. And it weighs, I don't know, God knows how much, 2.5 tons. Let, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm just going to put it out there. It weighs 2.5-ish. Two okay. And that does zero to a hundred in like ten point eight. <laughs> so let alone like this ninety-one kilowatt little thing. But it would be fun. I feel Man, like it would be fun. fun, mate. Like by the time you set off for a green light, it's red already. Think about this. All right, endurance racing. <laughs> okay, endurance racing. One of these, you'd be sweet as. <laughs> Think of the most ugly looking. It's not ugly. I Honda. think that's cool looking. Honda. You don't like that? No, I do It's funky. The back of it I like only because it reminds me of the CRX. Like, that's very CRX-y, so I like that. But the front, no way. What's wrong with the front? Everything. What do you mean everything? Everything. What's not wrong with the, the front? Look at that. It's got, it looks like the Civic Type R style thing with all the dials and... Um, okay, we're going to move on. Um, maybe maybe we can po- uh, maybe I can post a photo of it in editing. But, um, anywho... We're going to move on from there. And I'm going to go to my... Say, I'm amazed. 900, 900 kilometers per tank. That is amazing. That, that, that is just That insane. is amazing. That is... Um, once a fortnight, you fill up 40 <laughs> liters. That's pretty good. Um, Okay. You ready, Alex? Oh, okay. You might not like this. I don't know. But I think for 8 to 10 grand I, and above... Is it unusual? But oh, I wouldn't say so. Okay. Yep. 8 to 10 grand. You can get a Mazda RX-8. Manual. I really like it. I mean, I know you can get them for like 15, 16K as well, but I wouldn't pay that. I would probably go with the 8 to 10 grand. But saying that, do it at your own discretion because, you know, they are known to have crappy engines and you want to buy one in a good nick. I'll be honest, I like it. But then you can also spend 30 grand on an RX-8 and have it blow up on you the next day. I'd rather buy an eight grand RX-8 and have it blow up on me the next day. And, and then, then just fix it. And then just fix it. Because fixing it only costs you four grand, five grand. But I like it. I really like it. Like my dad looked at one when they were new. Yeah. And I remember he was like, I'm going to wait two years. I'm going to buy one. Okay. He never bought one. Okay. Because they all just broke constantly. So I really like it. But would I buy it? Like would I spend my hard earned money? On that car. Like, I'm not so sure. Yes, I would. Mm. I would. I would. And, um... Would you? I would. You would actually spend your money on it? I would. Yeah. You'd spend $8,000 on a car that more than likely it's going to break. And the engine is... Yeah, but the engine... Okay, so I've got one sitting at my workshop, for example. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I got that for $800. Running motor. 800 bucks. 800 bucks. Running engine. Are they all around 800 to 1,000 for a new motor? I think like 
Oh, new. New is oh, different. Oh, sorry, used, used. Used. I think they're like 11, 1200. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're that you know, I'll be honest. That's not bad. They're not that bad. But like, it's obviously a little bit more rare because it's, it's an old Mazda that when people take the engines out, they're usually blown. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta you gotta be careful. Um, but how yeah. much is a rebuild kit for one of them? I think three. Or like you mean like do it yourself or get someone to or do get, it? Or get get someone to do it. Get someone to do it probably six like five five and a half for a full rebuild. For a full rebuild, I know rebuild. most people are probably going, "Wow, that's more than half the value of the car." But to be fair, like that's not bad. That's just factory standard rebuild, right? And then it'll get you another hundred thousand k's out of it. I know some RX-8 fanboys out there are like, oh my God, you'll get so much more. And then some RX-8 haters out there, <laughs> bro, you'd be lucky to get nine kilometers yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it. But I think from my experience and from the friends who've owned RX-8s around me, 100,000 kilometers seems to be usually what Pretty you get standard. out of a stock stock motor if you run it stock and don't do anything stupid with okay, it. Okay, this is, I'll be honest, I'm going to retract my earlier statement and say I would buy one then. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. And, um, you know, I had an idea and I'm going to put it on a podcast. Maybe one day when Alex and I are a little bit richer, maybe we can go harvesting and buy an RX-8 and then tour around Australia and record Oh, it. my God. And record our adventures. I'll be honest, that's not exactly what I had in mind when you were going up <laughs> with that. <laughs> but I've put it out there in the universe. Now. What happens if it breaks in the middle um, of... We'll do a GoFundMe page. <laughs> if you can, if you can get us the funds, we can get an RX-8 and tour around Australia and record our adventures. I want to do like a twenty-four hour live stream of just touring, of just touring Australia in an RX-8, and you know the oil top-ups, the premix put-ins, oh, because their OMPs are they're. Half decent. How do I always get talked into these situations? But think about how great it would be. What do you mean? Think about how great. I would put roof box. We'll be stuck in the nut. Roof box. That's a cool idea. Yeah, we'll do I do roof, approve of that? Roof racks, roof box. And but we'll like, put all our you're in the middle of the freaking nullarbor and your apex seals are gone. Like, what are you <laughs> supposed to do? What if they don't go, Alex? What if and it, the, you know what the worst thing is? Is if you run out of petrol there, like in the middle of Australia, okay? <laughs> Every yeah. car driving past you is going to be a diesel Land Cruiser. Yeah. So you can't even get fuel from someone. And and RX-8's fuel oh, mileage. The man. fuel mileage is like 22 litres per 100. Do you realise, <laughs> right, if we do kit one of these things out and actually go for it, right, we'd have a roof box I on think, one side. And, and it's and just full of fuel. Well, roof box, no, roof box will be storing all our stuff because no, there is no room in that car. It's pretty small, right? And uh, the other oh, side, there's rear seats. we would have to get one of our mates, probably like someone like Evan, right? To literally weld us a roof cage. You know the cage that I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. have the cage next to the roof box. Yeah. And have like eight jerry cans, like yeah. straight down yeah. the line. No, the, uh, um, but, 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 but. Oh, here's a but. Oh, guys, just wait for him. He's about to say, but. I can tune it, okay? And we can put it on like E10 or something. That is a possibility. What does that have to do with Apex seals? Oh, nothing to do with Apex seals. Just make our life a oh little my. bit cheaper. Because <laughs> if you're... Well, I mean, I mean, I, I don't mind pumping 98 into it. I think we should do it stock, actually, now that I think about it. Because I think the, the people want to see a stock RX-8 travel around Australia. And mind you, Australia is not small in any no, shape. It's so big. So big. Like, I think to tour from, like, if you go all the way around Australia, let's say, like, the major cities, right... 
it is how many kilometers would you say? Like seventy thousand? Oh no, no, no! Because I know here to Melbourne's like like in a straight line here to Melbourne's like just over a thousand, thousand, just over it's a like twelve hundred. Yeah, but how much is like Melbourne to Perth? Well, I did Melbourne like Adelaide to Melbourne. That was like I think about nine hundred k's, eight hundred k's or something. Okay. And that this is using like the Great Ocean Road. Like but this was not. not even, that's not even close to Perth. Perth is like triple the distance. Okay, right? you know what? I think from here to Perth is five thousand, isn't it? Let's just say Perth to Sydney and times it by two, just so we can get an idea, right? Oh no, Darwin is way. Darwin. Fun. Darwin is. You way just said Darwin. Who's Darwin? Darwin. Darwin. No, you said Darwin. Oh, Darwin is way further. Okay, so I'm gonna do right now our location currently, which I'm not obviously gonna say, um, but Sydney. 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 Um, wow, that's really far. Um, <laughs> 3,952 kilometers. Okay. So, yeah, I thought about... One way. I thought, yeah, I thought about 4,000 km there. So, 8,000 down there, 10,000. And then you've got to add the bit going up to Brisbane, right? 10,000, 11,000, 12,000. And then Cairns is going to be... Cairns. <laughs> Cairns. 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 Cans. You said it's like a can, like as in like cans, cans, cans. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So here to cans. I do have a stuffy nose. So <laughs> um. Wait, here to cans is like an extra what? Two thousand. Two thousand. I'd say. Two thousand three hundred. Okay. Wait. So if you just so in total, in we're theory, looking at about thirty thousand k's. Bro- you're telling me you want to buy an RX-8 on a second-hand motor that you've got no idea how long it's going to last <laughs> yeah. and drive it a third of its possible lifespan. If, okay, okay. On the on the contrary, if if we do have like 10 grand to spend on an RX-8, right, we can buy a $3,000 broken one and then spend six grand fixing it while well, getting a new motor. So it's a fresh motor and then we do the tour. I can't believe I'm being talked into this. <laughs> There's so many better cars for this. What's no 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 okay okay it's got oh. it's got a Bose sound system, it's got four doors, so you can put your stuff in the rear seat. Can I just say it's got it's, hang on, hang it's on. got no, one and can, a half you, doors each side. Can, yeah, it's yeah. not a full two. <laughs> it's yeah. one and a half. So that, three door that equates to three doors. <laughs> okay, three doors. That's better than two doors. Oh um, my god! It's got a pretty decent boot size. Um, amazing handling. So every canyon you hit on the way, like Macquarie Pass and stuff, would be amazing, right? You could hit all the all the toge runs on the way. Okay, we're in Australia. <laughs> what toge runs are there to Perth? Oh, well, from here to Adelaide, there'd be heaps. Okay, okay, there is. Uh, to be fair, there is quite there a bit. Is, there is. Um, okay, um, and even Queensland. Queensland has heaps. Heaps. I don't know if you call them togas because they're not that, that tight, you know. Oh, they are. But they're, they're some winding of, roads. Some of, some of the Queensland mountain runs are really yeah. good. Anyway, the point is, it'd be the most fun car. The center of gravity, the low weight, the engine is—it's a mid-engine car, you know. Yeah, because the engine sits so far back. Yeah, it sits so far behind the front axle, and um, it's got aircon. It's got a Bose sound system, and it's comfortable. It's got leather seats with heated stuff. 
you know, heated stuff. Heated stuff. <laughs> why did you do that? What's uh, that hand signal you just uh, gave me? That's know. so awkward. What do you mean? I'm just saying. Bro, the you know, you looked. Warm up you looked stuff. at me in the eye. Just, to, just it looked like his hand was in a pot of like jam, and he was like swirling it. You looked at me and just went, "Yeah, hot stuff." Like, what does that mean? It means it's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited. You should be excited. I'm excited. I'll be honest. But in an RXA, that might kill itself. I think it'll kill us before it kills itself. <laughs> do you know um, what? Why Why do I even deny this? Just, yes, let's do it. Although I definitely think we should do it in winter to avoid any overheating issues because oh. they, they are known to have those. I have one, one question. Sleeping accommodation. Oh, uh, C- yeah. Camping. Well, well, no. I'm not shitting in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. If you go to a campsite, you just go to a normal toilet. I mean, I'm sure we can hit some motels on the way. No, no, some, be. yes. But I'm not making a motel every single place. Yeah, yeah, okay. Not every single night. We don't have Have you got to. a swag? I don't, but we can get one. That's fine. Um, Wait, <laughs> there's no room left. Where are you going to put the swags? How big is the swag? Like, if I stand up, it's about to like just under my chest in height. And it's about... Well, it doesn't roll up. Well, no, it rolls up, but in its rolled up form, that's how wide. It's as wide as like a single bed. But it'll fit in your roof box, right? We'll we'll fit two in the roof box. No. Well, lengthwise, it's pretty long. Yeah, but they're fat. Like they're, they're, they're chunky. Because it's got a mattress in it. Oh. So mine is like, I know the mic's going away from my face, but give, give you an idea. It's like. Oh, okay. Okay. So like you can get it in, but one, not two. Um, okay. Mind you, actually back seat. I can uh, one back seat, one yeah. in the roof box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the roof box is very long. Yeah. It, like it, they're normally as tall as me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it should work. Anyway, uh, I think it's a great idea. I think we should definitely do some sort of funders thing because we can't afford that ourselves. Can I be honest, though, I couldn't afford the fuel, let alone the car. If we buy wrecked one, yeah, should we just engine swap it? No. Why? That's the whole point of this. I know that, but like... Uh, I want to prove to people look, that rotaries are reliable. I like... I, I, I'm a big I, and, fan of and, rotaries. And we can't afford an FDRX7 <laughs> or an FCRX7. That's true. Or an FBRX7. <laughs> we can't afford any of them. So we're going right. with the RX8. <laughs> but what if we bought one? Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pitch you an idea here. Yeah. Okay. What if we did... Because I like the RX8. I like the chassis. I like the idea of the three doors. Done. I like that. Okay. Awesome. I like that. Done. Okay. Done. However, what if... Okay, this is controversial. You know how they use a Mercedes S class when they pick nice, like high end people up from the airport and stuff, right? Yeah. And they use like a diesel six cylinder. Yeah, yeah. What if we took like a diesel six cylinder from Mercedes and put it in RX8? But that defeats the purpose. Why don't we just buy the Mercedes? That'd be probably cheaper than doing the whole engine swap. Because a performance diesel is sick. Yeah, so why would you not just do it in the Mercedes? But everyone knows you can do it in the Mercedes. Yeah, but it's too heavy. Tell me tell me one person that would be like, nah, you can't do it in a diesel six-cylinder Merc. That doesn't make sense. No one. All everyone right. everyone uh, would be okay. like, fair, fair, everyone fair in comment. the whole world would be like, that seems like a boring video because anyone can do it in that car. But an RX-8, Alex. All right, you know what? I'm down. GoFundMe page will start. <laughs> yeah. What, you know what we're going to do, actually? We're going to start like a GoFundMe page for this. Okay. Okay. We're gonna start sort of beginning of next year, and we'll have the GoFundMe page active for like six to twelve months. I think we'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> what if we come back after twelve months, like two dollars? 
What, like, what if RX8 prices have just shot through the roof? What, because of this one podcast? No, I doubt because of us, but <laughs> just in general. They go up and down quite a bit. I mean, they used to be like two grand, remember that? Yeah. Or, okay, I've got one more proposal for you. What is one it? more. What is it? So this one definitely will make it because of the engine, but I don't know if we'll make it. Put it that way. Okay. How about a Fiat 500 bath? Same thing though. Like it's a new car, right? You say that. You say that. Okay. But where do you put everything? Mm. I don't know. There's too many UK YouTubers who have those cars and they have done said road trips to like, to like, you know. Monaco and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Screw it. I'm in. But the Australian climate and the hot rotary engine just do not go well together. <laughs> so, oh, what are we doing? Why so are we? What, why? Could, what could be the... What Why could we the have possibly stupid ideas? The worst road trip car to take around Australia. If we and don't get like freaking online famous off this one road trip, that'd be I, ridiculous. I cannot think of any car that's dumber than the RX8 to take on a road trip around Australia. That's a good point. What is dumber? Like there isn't really anything. <laughs> like, it's the worst in fuel economy. It's the worst in power. It makes no power. It's also, the, those engines, if they get bad quality fuel, they they go they're dead. Yeah. If you drive it while it's cold, they're dead. It needs a rebuild because you blow the coolant seals. Yeah. Because you need them to expand with the heat. <laughs> if um, So there's that. Um, and obviously, there's nothing good about it. Other than the little canyon road that we hit every now and the then. One, <laughs> the one canyon road <laughs> in eight, nine, ten thousand Ks of driving or whatever it's going to be. Way more. We're going to enjoy ourselves <laughs> yeah. for literally three kilometers of while this whole we are thing. absolutely brain dead. Oh. <laughs> but do you know what though? I've just come up with an idea. What? You remember the interior of an RX8, right? You know I how do. they've got that center console that runs down the center. I do. Okay, so you know how it's got no B pillar in that car. Yeah. So they've got an A and a C. Yeah. Because of the second half door or whatever. Yeah. So in theory. That car is quite long because it is a true four-seater. Yeah. What if we somehow convert the two seats to fold flat into single beds? I I, I, I do want to try that. I definitely do want to try that because I saw a video the other day of this dude and i got to show this to you. i show this to my partner. This dude is touring around Japan in a GR86 and he sleeps in the car. He, ma- he made a bed in the 86. So, like, he, it goes through the boot? Yeah, like his feet go into the like boot. Like feet feet go into the boot, and um, and the front seat doesn't like fold all the way. So he sleeps on the passenger side. The front seat doesn't go all the way down, but it goes quite a bit down. So his head and his like chest a little bit more elevated. Yeah, but other than that, he fits from like head to toe inside the GI eighty six, and that's where he sleeps. That's not bad. That's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. Because in theory, the, the RX eight would be longer. longer. And even if you took the back seats out so your feet... That, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll look into that. It all I'm, makes I, sense. I'm excited now. Guys, it all makes sense. It, this is this is made to be it done. It all makes sense. Dude, all we need why do I feel like this, 10 grand. this car was made for Grand Touring? <laughs> However... I don't know about that one. Well, think about it, right? It's oversized because it's not a standard coupe. <laughs> yeah. It was it's meant got to a have, decent size boot. Yeah, no, it was meant to be a sports car, but everyone who said, no, 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 I need... I need extra room for family or luggage or whatever. 
what do I do? This was Mazda's answer to that. And then they made it severely underpowered. So even if you do fit four people in, good luck moving up a hill. But, you know. And not to mention you use the entire world's funds of fuel. (laughs) (laughs) On one drive, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Australia's reserve of fuel will go in this one road trip. You know we're going to have to put like a secondary auxiliary like fuel tank in it, right? I think... Or we're going to have to keep stopping. I think one of the ideas might, might actually be to convert it to E10 or something. It will use more E10 though. Because I, I mean, I, I would say E85, but one, it's impossible to get. I just like the fact that it's environmentally sustainable and E10 would... Environmentally sustainable. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you're going around Australia killing absolutely every living thing. Well, it's not going to kill everything. To the there are diesel trucks running up and down. Like, That's and true. They produce way more carbon dioxide. That's true. It's not 100%. the worst, but it's pretty bad. I'll just Google, by the way, just to double check. You can get roof racks for an RX-8, which is good. Yeah, okay. Um, I just want to show you one photo, which I know the people aren't going to see, but check out this render. Wow. A wagon RX-8. Yeah, shooting break RX eight. Shooting break RX eight. I really like. I it. really like it. I really like. I'd buy it. that. Um, I don't know how that came up with roof rack, but makes sense. I, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, um, no, yeah. If you guys want to see this happen, because I kind of want to do this, um, we'll get a good camera and a good mic, a few good mics, and um, just tour Australia in. Possibly the least feasible car for. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Um, so yeah, maybe we got we got maybe a we make a pit stop to the snow. We got as a bit well. more planning to do. If you like the snow, by the way, we are going to the snow next week. We are going to the snow. If next you week. do enjoy the snow, we'll make a pit stop at the snow and we'll take it up the, up the mountain. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Such a stupid idea. I'm down. You know that. I'm down. This is so You down. know how you say this has to warm up, like the engine has to warm up because the engine will like destroy itself. Well, the, there's like an 80% chance it will. Okay. So 20% of the time it oh doesn't do God. that. <laughs> That's just not filled me with confidence. <laughs> but anyways, so you go snowboarding for a day. You come back down to your RX-8. How long are you going to have to let it warm up in like minus two? Um, I think it's like, oh, like probably like 40, 50 degrees of cooling temp. How long would that take? Probably like five minutes. Five minutes? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. You know, you put your shoes on, you oh, you do whatever, you pray to your God. <laughs> Half of this time is going to be sitting and waiting for it to warm up or cool down. Well, that's why we just won't stop, Alex. Oh, we just don't okay. stop. We just, we just keep going. Keep driving. Keep going. All right. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You've sold me. I'm done. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Um, and... On that great idea that I've just had, uh, you're welcome, actually. <laughs> you're welcome. I know everyone wants to see this. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex does not want to do this. I just think it's such a stupid idea. I'm not against it. I want to do it, but it's just such a stupid idea. Why do we do this? Well, that's why I have oh. it. I had it, you know. Normal, most of the ideas I have are stupid. Okay, done. Done, done but stupid. Sold. Sold. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All good. And now we're coming up on that hour. So we're going to say bye. Um, bye. And see you next time. You know, um, follow us on Instagram, which is the automotive society underscore. 
if you have any questions or would like to know anything, um, give us an email at the automotive society at outlook. Yeah. com. And, um, that's it. That's the majority of what it is, you know? Such a stupid idea. Um, I can't believe this. But anyways, all right. Yep. Yep. In, in. All good. Um, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time.